Welcome back to episode 254 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. We're live on twitch.tv slash bad taste video. I'm Mike. I'm here with my, uh, you know, I had so many picked out for today, but uh, man. I I I just want to say Captain is drawing a blank, dude. No, no, Captain no. Meat is. I was going to say you're like overwhelmed with options. The way that I've seen you party, you are the mayor of Pina Colada Berg, Mister Grizz. What is going on, I, my man? I I will say I I fucking party with the best of them. Dude. It's, <laughs> it's when it's time, it's time, and uh, this old dog can learn a few new tricks if you know what I'm saying. I believe the last time I had to say goodbye to you, you may have been puking or something <laughs> like that, like against, like you're just kind of like against your truck, like, Ugh. yeah, man, I'm not feeling too great. It's like, well, there's a lot of weird weird things that happened that night. So. <laughs> Um, but as you can see, I am uh, dressed for uh, a special occasion, I guess, or maybe my top half is. Top half, you can see. I don't know. He's Winnie the Pooh underneath there. You guys don't oh, even know. Oh, dude, don't even. All right. You know what? Fuck it. Let's hit that intro, baby. That's my favorite fucking song in the entire movie. Dude. Is that yeah, your favorite that song? Shit. Do you listen to it on Spotify? Cactus. Oh, dude, the, the the soundtrack is amazing. What I what I love about this, anytime there's a movie where there's like a main character that's like a you know a singer or something, and that actor actually does all of the singing for that movie. It's so fucking awesome, dude. Bill Paxton. Who would have thought, dude? Not in a million years that I think he'd pull this off. I mean, not the the, the, the role, but the, the actual singing of this album. It's it's like perfect. Him playing Coconut Pete is absolutely perfect, especially like that time in his like career. He's like an older dude now. But it's so fucking funny that they actually recorded what, like a five or six song album for this, right? Like yeah, they actually like, did the songs in a studio. Dude, and like the the fucking the weird one from like when he was all like tripping in the seventies and shit about like the octopus committing suicide. <laughs> dude, I'm like, yo, this is the best dude. Bill, pa- like I, I always liked Bill Paxton. You know, he's a great actor. He's been in a bunch of great shit. Uh, but this is like, honestly where I fell in love with him. I was like, damn, I didn't know he had this in him. Like, where, this like is- he, he really leaned into the character, right? Like he yeah. really uh, filled the role in it born for it dude. born for coconut pete and if you're not aware if you didn't see the intro we're covering 2004's club dread from the makers of super troopers beer fest the slamming salmon so good you know a lot I of people have never a, a lot of people have never seen that one that that like so, has kind of fallen under the radar are you like a big uh are you a, a big broken lizard guy I feel like I've seen as much stuff that's like streaming. You know what I mean? I love everything that they do. I find it fucking hilarious for whatever reason, like that comedy, it's like just on the border of like childish, but like, it's incredibly funny to like a mid thirties, like guy. That's it. You <laughs> know, like, know, I'm going to be 37 this year. And you know, for me, like broken lizard, when I was like in my you know young teens, Super Troopers comes out, 
And like me and my best friends would just sit around. We would smoke and just laugh our fucking asses off, eat all kinds of food. It was like it it, it hit home in such a hard way for, I think, our, our generation of people. Whereas like I don't think like the, this kind of comedy would probably like translate as much to people for like the younger generation or whatever like that. Dude, but for this, like still like I just watched their movie Quasi that came out on 420. Where it's like all these dudes like set in the medieval times in like Quasimodo, what? dude. Really? It, yeah, it's on Hulu, dude. I'm telling. It, it's for me. I thought it was fucking awesome, dude. It's it's still broken lizards, just a different setting, and like, dude, watching these guys play multiple characters in this movie, like, and, and the cool thing about Broken Lizard that I didn't realize they were all just like frat boys in like some like you know fucking hoity-toity college going for like law school. And they were like, you know what? Let's just start making fucking movies. And they yeah. just fucking wrote some shit up and they started doing it. And I'm like, dude, that's that's and it comes across. They're like legitimate friends. Yeah, know? they all met like at like Colgate University or some yeah, shit. Yeah, they, yeah, that's what they it was all went to yeah. like law school, like fucking Farva. It's like a fucking licensed lawyer in Connecticut and everything. Yeah, dude. But they just happened to be funnier than I guess uh you know, I I love this movie. I feel like I haven't watched it in a while and like rewatching it a couple times for this podcast. Holy shit. Like you catch something every time you watch it that you missed the last time. It's fucking great. And it's only gotten better with time to me. It, it's definitely not stale. It's oh, definitely dude. funny as fuck. Like it's even better now than I think it was when I first saw it, when it came out, you know, like I know I people now that are like this, that are like the characters and everything. Like it's fucking just, it's amazing. It's really something <laughs> yeah, else. Farva calling a defense attorney a chicken fucker is hilarious. Miano. <laughs> That's a great call. Uh, but yeah, it, it, dude, like I like I saw all the, like I saw a bunch of the other movies first and then I seen this one from them. So I was already like a broken lizard fan when I first saw it fell in love with it then and but like after like you know we we dissect movies so much on this as podcast and stuff and like watching it in this kind of a light to be like okay let's we're gonna we're gonna like really like try to have a discussion about this movie and stuff i have such a different appreciation for it now you know walking away from it because you know there's a lot of like these spoofy horror movies scary movie you know this isn't um, a spoof this isn't no like that's that's it it's it's just like a one of the best dark comedies ever, yeah. really, because it's got great horror elements. Like the thing about like the scary movie franchise is like it's all gags. Yeah, it's never there's never like a real, you know, horror kind of. It's it's horror ish, but there's not like a real killer coming in like you know slicing people the fuck up and shit like that. There's always something this else. Has yeah. That. yeah, you know, like this is not just gag on top of gag it's like just funny fucking people in a really crazy situation it like pays homage to a to a bunch of movies they have the fucking the story that they're telling around the campfire it's the same shit from fucking terror train setting the guy up to fuck a dead body you know what i mean like that's the same that's the same setup of that movie um even having like the dude jump out of the woods like how many times have you seen that in like friday the 13th or madman and all that shit they pay homage to all these movies the guy coming back out of the lake and everything to towards the boat there's so many things that it just it gives like a nod to it but it's not like scary movie where it's like making fun of it you know no, what i mean like fun of it at all it's it's just a fun movie that just happens to be like a horror movie you know it's yeah it's it hits on so many levels dude uh you know what we could i don't want to like jump right right into this fucking movie just yet you had mentioned something to me about one of our favorite characters my favorite franchise from the 80s uh you were reading your um your ladies vanity no, fair no no it was variety it was, right? variety oh oh i got you yeah i was no no that was me i gave you wrong information before but uh basically it was it was an interview with robert england talking about freddy krueger and all that stuff will he ever play him again this and that everybody knows he's done he said he's too old he's got a bad back and a bad neck this and that so they're like oh like who would you like to see take over the mantle of Freddy Krueger and he said one that I was pretty like yeah I could see that he said Kevin Bacon 
I didn't even know you gave somebody. So you didn't you didn't you didn't yeah, drop yeah, that yeah. bomb on me. Dude. Yeah, yeah. But I, uh, what about you, man? Like, if you could see somebody now, who could you see playing? Fred I don't Kruger? mind the Kevin Bacon, you know, nod, but maybe like Kevin Bacon, fifteen. 20 years ago like I well think now he's, he's like a now he's like an older looking creep so i don't, I don't know he looks kind of fucking haggard now see but i never like pictured freddy krueger as like an older like grandpa character he was more of like a middle-aged like 40 to 50 year old guy that was just a little alcoholic you know that he was a burn victim obviously he got the pizza crust going on <laughs> but like it's it's <laughs> like I never pictured him as like, you know, an old man. That's kind of why I like, I, yeah, Robert England could with the makeup and stuff. But I even think he's the God of, of, the, of the character. Uh, but he is too old, I think, to play the character, just like I think Kevin Bacon is too yeah. old. I mean, it um, kind of it kind of would be cool to have an older Freddy. Like where no, like, and I, it's like years in the future, like, and he's now like fucking he's aged out. <laughs> well, cause they never, cause like those movies, he, it's only within what? 10 years, 12 years. And I think the last yeah. one is 1999. So like 15 years or something like that. So oh he's really not that different looking, you know, you kind of look the same between 40 and 50. Like you don't look that much different. And, like okay. imagine like an older Freddy now, still like I love that concept. Trying to because get because the they never, like, never addressed the fact that he would age or not. You know, like you're saying in in those movies, so we could easily have like he's an old Freddy now. Yeah. He has to like you know give the glove to the predecessor to fucking continue on with the the, the fucking dreams. I like he, oh dude, EK with the, the the fucking fire comment here. Uh Freddie Tremors crossover with Kevin yeah. Bacon. Dude. <laughs> dude, what do you I, I love that? What do you think about like the dude from uh like all the Rob Zombie movies? Um what the fuck's his name? Bill Mosley? No, 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 no. The other guy. Um Oh, the redheaded dude? The, like the tall, skinny guy? It's got like that real creepy looking face. Oh, oh no, dude. I know who you're talking about. Um, he played uh, the caveman in the Geico commercials. Is that him? Yeah, dude. That's if, if that's who he's the, he's the dude from fucking, uh, uh, what's it called? Pull up the fucking Google dude. The fucking, uh, Richard Brake. He's it. That's who it oh, is. Oh, that's who you're thinking of? No, I'm yeah, thinking yeah. of the other guy. Richard Bray could be decent, but I actually do think the other dude from fucking uh, Lord of uh, Lords of Salem, the fucking co-host who's like in love with Sherry Moon, he played oh, the fucking Herman, guy. Herman Munster guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, so nah, nah. I'm thinking of more I of had, the creep. I had a completely like different fucking direction on this. Uh, there's this dude who played fucking Loki in those Marvel movies, Tom Hindelson. So, dude, if you look at this motherfucker in a, a show called The Essex Serpent, he looks phenomenal. I picture this guy in, in that role, like, kind of specifically as, like, the fucking... No, not Jeff Daniels. That's not the fucking... Uh, the original caveman, dude. From um, from guy go oh dude I fucking and he did he played Herman Munster yeah that's but Jeff dude, Daniels it's not Jeff Daniels it's not Jeff, Jeff Daniels. isn't his name like Jeff Daniel Phillips or something like that it could be longer than that but isn't like I don't think it's just Jeff Daniels yeah Jeff Daniel Phillips there that's we go. okay so I was, you were halfway right Kyrie you're, <laughs> you're, you're right. <laughs> but yeah I could I could see that um he he has like a very uh early what like robert england-esque freddy look right like would you say he would match what like from when they're showing the flashbacks of like alice cooper like that sort of era of freddy right so he would have yeah, been like yeah. in his 40s or so hold on See, I'm, gonna... I'm thinking of like tr traditional freddy krueger you know and like the cool thing is with this dude this tom hendelson dude he's an english guy but his voice dude is like a lower register it's got a little bit of like raspiness to it already so i feel like he could really lay into the uh oh, i'm trying into to that role hold on let me uh let me resize this so everybody could uh <laughs> this is the zoomed in picture of uh <laughs> yeah look at this motherfucker yeah come on 
tell me this dude couldn't play a decent fucking uh, a middle-aged Freddy Krueger. You put the makeup on, dude, and I think the voice like really sets it off. Like you heard this dude talk, especially in this show, like just real fucking kind of a downer and shit like that. I got it. What I don't want to have happen is what they did with the remake that they did. And what was it like 2010 or whatever the fuck it was? Like I did not like that guy. See, I thought he was good. I just thought the movie sucked. Like, I think he was a good choice for Freddy, but I just think the movie was fucking terrible. Dude, what the fuck was the choice with the voice he was using for that? He he turned him into like a a snake pedophile. Like It was the worst fucking decision ever for, for that character. Well, I got to take these glasses off, man. Damn. It's hard. Yeah, it's like, oh, no, yeah, no, I'm fucking blind. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. Oh, um, I just. Kane Hodder jacked Freddy. Yeah. I just like can't. I like can't get over that they had to like explicitly say that Freddy was like a child molester. Because I think in that article, Robert England even says like, nah, like he's. He, like he was a child killer like not a child killer. molester it was they dude and that's what i hated about that's it. like they a modern something that that's wasn't. like a modern thing with movies where everything has yeah. to have like that fucking like oh let's make it a twist where like somebody's a child molester like they have to like try to go that next <laughs> level when it really wasn't needed in that movie right like if he was just no. a child killer it would have been fucking fine but and that's exactly what he was he he didn't like go into their dreams and sexually assault and he went into his dreams and murdered the fuck out of them with the claw dude like i hated turning what is an iconic character into like a fucking creep like yeah he's a killer he's a he's a kid killer he's a creep to begin with yeah. but like you know what i'm saying though like making it you don't have like you just said you don't have to take that next step now like like let's imagine like like Vin Diesel as like the next fucking. Oh I know that's your boy, dude. Dude, like I, I wait, see, the see, evolution like, the character. Unfortunately, needs. Paul Walker would have been the better pick of the two. I, I could, I could have seen that, you know. But or Luda prime time family, and he fucking. Oh shit! What about Luda? <laughs> have him be the new Freddy Krueger? Damn, dude. We Ba-da-da. need a, a nightmare on uh, you know Elm Street. Fast and the Furious. Crossover. Yeah, Fast and the That's- Furious Eleven, new nightmare. Oh, new nightmare. Shit. We're like, <laughs> it has to be NU, like new nightmare. Damn, dude, Freddy is invading the dreams of all the Fast and the Furious. Oh my fans. god! And like, they can do the whole thing. Like, you could, you they could have like, like a race in hell, dude. It's so good. It's so good. It writes itself. <laughs> like you can outrun a car, but you can't outrun your dreams. Dude, yeah. Damn, man. Get your boy Vin on the line. We'll fucking set Dude, this Dude, then up, they man. do CGI Paul Walker, like, comes down like, a, <laughs> like an archangel He's to, like, same. save them. He's got the fucking wings and everything and the flaming sword. Damn. He's got a blue, like, a blue Nissan sword. CGI Walker, And he's like, I got you, fam. Dude, everybody's Freddy turns into a car. Dude, everybody like it's because I'm I'm a big fan of Fast and the Furious. I go on the message boards and all that shit, the subreddits, and like everyone's like, before the series is over, like if they're gonna end it, you have to have some iteration of Paul Walker in the movie. Like you can't yeah. just have him forever just be like, oh, he's watching the kid at home. They're like, you gotta figure out something. Dude, like it's always like, oh, he like he can't get involved anymore or whatever. Cause he died, I think, what was it? Seven, I think, like during the filming of seven. And so oh eight, God. nine, and ten, he's not in it. And they just like kind of mention him at the end of nine. Oh, he's babysitting, bro. It's dude. <laughs> they're like, Oh, he had to get out of the game because of his kid. Um, but oh, like in God. nine at the end, like they're at like they show like the house in LA or whatever and it's like being rebuilt and you see the blue Nissan skyline pull up. So like it's not yeah. like they wrote the character out. You know what I mean? Like they touch on it. This is the perfect spot to line it up for the fucking new night the new nightmare, dude. Of <laughs> Fast and the Furious Eleven. This is this is what oh, we need. Oh God, man. That I, would be the perfect return of Paul. That's the only way I accept a uh, a Freddy dead Krueger, person Paul coming Walker? back into the yeah the CGI like Freddy Krueger Paul Walker. Damn man. That's expensive. Uh all right. So Grizz, this week we watched the two thousand and four um I'm gonna say classic because it is this movie's fucking one of the best horror comedies ever made 
Um, this is Club Dread. Um, this movie probably is what, like, um, you had like Super Troopers, right? You had like Beer Fest. This one, I feel like, kind of like was in and out of the movie theaters. Right. Oh, like I don't I, even, yeah. Even if it did get, I don't even remember. This it might have got like a. Yeah, this was this was definitely a, a theater release, um, yeah. but like I feel like it didn't have the same, what like promotion or even just like nobody was really talking about this one as much because we were like prime age for these types of movies when they came out. Yeah, two thousand four. You know I mean, I, mean, I would have. I was a diehard Super Trooper fan already, so like I would have been psyched to fucking see this movie. Although, like honestly, if I would have went and saw this after like. You know, I like Super Troopers because I was a fucking stupid stoner kid. So, like, this movie is a totally different vibe, you know? Like, I don't know if a younger me would appreciate it as much as, like, an older me now really fucking loves this movie. Yeah. So, let's see. Super Troopers was 2001, right? Yeah. And then this was 2004. What was Beer Fest? 2006? 2006, So, like, they took a little bit of time off in between, you know, uh, Super Troopers and this. But, like, it's like they figured out their formula and kind of just, like, man, let's just what give a little synopsis of this movie. All right. So what we have here is a uh, a washed up, if you will, I don't even washed up, but a retired famous musician by the name of coconut pete who is kind of like a uh what's that guy's name? jimmy buffett yeah he's a jimmy buffett ripoff right but he has his own pleasure island he was there first a, dude seven yeah, years so before yeah you know, I, I was saying jimmy buffett ripped off coconut pete let's, let's get it straight <laughs> um but he has his own pleasure island great staff of people that are, are there to you know treat their guests to a great time and unfortunately there's a fucking murderer on the loose on the island, killing off only the uh, the staff members, really. So it's kind of a, a who done it, if you yeah. will, of a movie. And it, dude, it does a great job of like laying out the red herrings There's and like so just many. kind of building. It's 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 like the perfect. It, uh, if you take all the comedy out, it's a fucking awesome slasher movie, like yeah. front to back. Oh great yeah, slash for sure. It's like super well done. Um, it's about what? Uh, <laughs> let me look for the runtime on this bit. It's like an hour, hour 45. 40? Yeah. Hour 44. Yeah. It says, um, it goes by super quick. There's a ton of red herrings, but I feel like there's also a ton of actual kills because the cast is so big. So like, it just keeps going and going and going, but it never really gets boring. Right. Because there's yeah. so many funny fucking gags. There's so many fucking things. And like right off the bat, when you have like the people like messing around and like the mausoleum, the dude's fucking kicking over the headstone of like the conquistador and shit. He's doing like a real like offensive, like fake, like Mexican accent. Yeah, like it's really bad. But like right away, you see like, oh no, this is going to be like a slasher film. And they have like this really cool, I guess, like the last kill of that opening sequence. Um, we have it here where like the killer chases this person like to the edge I of a cliff that. and she like almost falls and like reaches back and like this to me just like ugh. shivers yeah. yeah dude oh such a great idea so she's running but i love the exaggerated running too it's yeah. so good oh this was the second double this this was the second kill. so she almost falls off and this, like, oh, oh, oh yeah. my god, oh, it's oh. sound too. Oh, uh, great. That's far worse than actually falling off the cliff. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, Ooh, Ernie Kegstan. We love this one instantly. Perfect age for us. Bought a copy as soon as the previously viewed tape was available. It gets better with every watch. It do- and dude, I said I watch this movie at least like probably six times a year. Like, not even really? gonna lie. Yeah, I watch this movie all the, but I watch all the Broken Lizard stuff. 
so fucking awesome. It's just like you were just saying though, like it's an hour and forty, but it never drags, it never gets boring. It I feel that way about all their movies, just because I am such a fan of their comedy and the interaction with them as a crew. It's just so genuine and it's also so funny that like even small scenes that would normally be maybe boring aren't boring because of like the ridiculousness of like the interaction of like these two people that it might be in it and stuff. like the it's, back and forth that they have and everything yeah, you could tell it's not like these are not just like two actors that were paired up like these are dudes that have gone way back and have like done some stupid shit together like there's just there's a history there like when you're talking to someone that you're comfortable with and like if i'm if i'm joking on you compared to joking on like a stranger i'm going 10 times harder on you. of course you know yeah, it, yeah, yeah. like we're boys Dude, you know, like that's how it is. And you can tell that in these movies. Yeah. Is there, I, I mean, like, I don't really know much about their process. I don't know if you know, but like, do they do a lot of improv and stuff when they're going? I would, I would assume. Yeah. It's yes. a loose script. Yeah. It's a loose script. And if things, you know, funny happen, they 100, like if you watch like the, the, the blooper reels, there's a lot of like, let's try this kind of shit. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, like there's so much Peter ridiculous <laughs> dialogue in this movie. Like, just everybody says the most fucking ridiculous shit throughout like the whole film, but it somehow comes across as like funny. You know what I mean? Like, and, dude, and, and honestly, the funniest fucking person in this movie is Bill fucking Paxton. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. And, dude. Dude. The, the, the scene where he's going off on the girl. Cause she's like, play Margaritaville, dude, that <laughs> this is like a perfect example of, of this character being, peak peak fucking bill paxton in my opinion i think we have that here right uh, let me see darling i think you're referring to my song pina colada berg no colada margaritaville look <laughs> at his face i think you mean pina colada berg the song i wrote seven and a half fucking years before margaritaville was even on the map yeah how good of an actor he is you wouldn't know that because you weren't even born yet. That. Oh, <laughs> that right. I don't need to shit. Oh, <laughs> fuck that guy. Son of a son of a bitch. Mother, mother, <laughs> mother, mother, Dude, I love that. Like him walking away, cursing out. That's the best shit. So apparently they screened this movie for Jimmy Buffett and he loved it. And he actually asked uh, to have like permission to play some of the songs from the movie live. I would like, love to see that shit, dude. I, I wish there was a time period where like Jimmy Buffett would have brought Bill Paxton up for oh, them to like man. do that. Did it ever happen? Been, did, I don't. I don't. Maybe it did. I don't know. But if it, it, it should have because that would have been the fucking ultimate. Playing Pina Colada Berg, right? <laughs> they call me the mayor. Dude. Like them going back. We have to, I don't want to do it on, on stream because I don't want to get any fucking copyright strikes or anything like that. But we got to see like what songs he played live. And I want to hear like Jimmy oh, Buffett yeah. doing it. I bet it sounds I just like to. Bill fucking Paxton. I guarantee but, like, you it does. But his voice is perfect for the character, right? Like him singing, it sounds exactly like you would think one of these types of fucking guys would sound, right? It, it, dude and i love this character in this movie and i love that he like has surrounded himself with these employees and there's like things that like like the one employee will go out and like find a lady that went to his concert and he'll get all the information oh my god and then yes. he goes to him he's like all right that chick over there was at your show january 3rd 94 15th row yeah and he yeah, goes yeah. over don't tell me i got a photographic memory yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. they're setting like, him oh up my god. Dude, dude. It's, it's such a good character I I absolutely fucking love the fucking guy that plays uh what's his name? Steve Lem. Is that how you say it? Lem oh, Lemmy? Yeah, yeah, dude. The Latino Juan. dude in this movie. Yeah, yeah, Juan yeah. Oh my god, what a character. The ooh Penelope. Dude, with when, the beautiful when she men. calls Penelope Penelope, that is the funniest fucking so, gag throughout the movie. So dude. according to IMDB, they heard somebody actually say that somewhere. The person said <laughs> they were in a movie and like the person behind them said Penelope. What kind of fucking name is Penelope? <laughs> and it was like Penelope Cruz, but they yeah, said Penelope. <laughs> so man, like that's the shit that like. I feel like that's something that you like. You just can't write that. Like that's something no, that's, that comes out of the twisted brain of some moron American. 
right? 100%. Like, <laughs> and it's, it's harvested by these guys that it brought to all of us, thankfully. Yeah, that because like that's but, such a fucking funny thing because they go throughout the whole movie. He says Penelope, right? Like they, yeah, he's, it, it never corrects it. That's and, that's the ongoing thing, dude. And, and she just accepts it too. And I think he says Coco Pete. I feel like he doesn't say coconut. I feel like coconut, he says Coco yeah. Pete. <laughs> so like. I, I love this too because like our, if you guys know broken lizards then like those those main guys are like the the main crew that work for coconut pete like you just said you got juan castillo who played by steve lemmy um sam who's like the fun police played by eric stolhansky i i fucking dude him in this movie I, one of my favorite roles for that dude but honestly also paul soder who plays like the uh coconut pete's nephew who's like the drug oh, my dj God, yeah so he's taking good, ecstasy dude. the whole time he's like <laughs> <laughs> i know exactly what you mean That's- uh, oh but dude jay chandra Sakar, like him as this fucking like british dude with dreadlocks who's like the like the tennis player dude, that he's like yo his his death is the fucking funniest fucking shit dude with the tennis balls oh let's let's bring that up the fake fucking dreadlocks he's fucking yeah. tennis. He's hitting tennis balls at the killer hits him in the cup I knew it. But Shetty still doesn't have a dick, by the way. I love his fucking accent. It's like he didn't even try. You know what I mean? Like, but it's so fucking funny. Like, it's not supposed to be a believable British accent when he's like talking to the girl at like the bar and he's like can you believe that he didn't know how to play cocks and quarters (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's so exaggerated and yo if you watch quasi you hear that accent again because that's the same exact accent he uses as the king of france are they all in it all of them yeah and they all play at least two roles dude it's where is that do you know where that's streaming on Hulu, it was it came out on four twenty. Dude, I'm telling you guys, watch Quasi. It is, dude. Steve Lemmy plays Quasimodo. Fucking hilarious. I fucking love fucking Farva in this movie. Kevin Heffernan, oh, Jesus dude, Christ, as, as like, like the, the masseuse. masseuse who can yeah. make like women orgasm with one touch. Dude. Yeah. Oh, what's so he have? Funny. The leaking turtle is the other one. He makes the guy piss his pants. <laughs> There's like one. But, dude, it, there's one scene where he's with um what's her name state no that's not stacy is it no jenny right is like the fitness yeah. instructor yeah yeah where like they're going to get under the bed and he does like the fucking breathing thing <laughs> and he like sucks him in where he looks like jacked like he's like thin and jacked and she goes why don't you do that all the time he looks at her and goes is that some sort of fat joke and like just like looks away that fucking got me man he Dude, his I, delivery is like it's kind of dry so it like makes it that much more perfect, funny though. yeah oh man imagine he's it your could. lawyer shit and you got a murder rap fucking damn and i just love the fact that they got fucking brandy from joe dirt i love that girl so much she is so <gasps> oh, that's- fucking that's yes yeah dude wow i didn't even fucking think of that that's fucking so funny man i love her and everything she's been in her it's always sunny is like the funniest fucking shit ever dude like i anything that she's been in she's she's always fucking great but dude when she jumps off the cliff and like this is like the funniest gag to me it's like a long clip so i couldn't pull it but like Juan castillo is like they're jumping off a cliff, and he's like, "When you jump off a cliff, you got to put your feet together and clinch your asshole really tight. Yeah, or yeah, water yeah. will pulverize your insides." And they all fucking jump off. And as soon as she comes out of the water, she's like, "Ow, my asshole!" <laughs> Dude, every time I know it's coming, and I fucking pop every fucking time. Because it's like not even. It's like mixed in the background. Like it's not even yes. like up front. It's just like a minor thing that's like kind of just like in the back of everything. It's. Dude, just, it's- so perfect i i just i love the fucking juan castillo fucking character is that like the dirty sanchez like the anal johnson he ends up being a goat fucker he like oh yeah fucking a goat fuck the goat (laughs) juan castillo is a goat fucker dude this 
All right, so then we we got to mention like Coconut Pete has this fucking uh this this bodyguard dude. Oh who, like, my god. They, they use he's like I'm going to catch the fucking killer. I've been on, you know, Guam stuffing my intestines back in and all this crazy shit. And, dude, his death is it's it's cool but like what happens afterwards like the combination is, is yeah. really the, the the fucking cake there's this always guy. one fuckhead like you this is got like a stick to shit in the apple pie <laughs> you just shat in the one apple pie that knows how to shit back <laughs> i gotta use that at the bagel uh, store just <laughs> he just gets killed <laughs> I love that. Like, there's no, just like no hesitation. He just cuts him in the throat, and that's it. Yo, and, and then like the fucking the like, right after that, she like jumps on a fucking like uh, a golf cart, and it's going like two miles an hour. Yeah. And she's trying to get away. Yeah. He just like walks up and fucking kills her on it. Dude, there's so much wild shit like the like that. It's just and it's like that line, like the shit in the apple pie line, or like the. Uh, well, you just shit in the pie that knows how to shit back. Like, that shit just cracks me the fuck up. It's just like, nonstop. And, like, even um, like when they find his body, right? We have that clip, too. And, like, it's, it's like, really kind of funny because um, if you haven't seen this movie, one of the characters' names is you. Just so you know, why you? Who we just saw in that last scene running yeah. away, that lady You and there. Hank are dead. Why? What did we do? No, man. You and Hank are fucking dead. You threatening me? Because if you are, you little hairless lap dog. Puta! Just come and look! You fucking threatened me? <laughs> Don't let this be you. Like, that's such a... Like, even a little Freddy Krueger thing going on with the, with the writing on the chest. Oh, it is. You. You. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like just everything. Like the in that what 30 second clip, there was like fucking three things that just made you laugh. Like it's oh, nonstop dude, it's, throughout the whole movie. Never ending. It's yeah. never fucking ending, man. I I just wish there was more like more attempts at making movies that are are kind of like this. Like I feel like this kind of has this weird perfect balance of comedy and horror. Where it's, you know, most dark comedies in a way either tend to like lean in one way or the other. Like it's either over the top horror, gory, like funny gore kind of a thing. Or it's just like really bad humor, gags, that yeah. kind of thing. This found like a middle ground of it being a hysterical fucking comedy. But built around a really solid horror movie and not like... A, a gag based horror movie but like an old school fashioned slasher fucking horror movie well if you think about it besides the very very end this whole movie is like set in reality there's no supernatural shit there's yeah. nothing like out of the ordinary and they managed to make it like a good whodunit where everybody is possibly the killer right even, even the end, there's really not much. This it's, it's not like crazy supernatural. Where like, it, I mean, I think everything is pretty plausible. Yeah, you know, I guess. like, I guess. you know, I mean, maybe you have been fucking. One of my favorite things. Oh, Shaun is... of the Dead. Great, great reference, by the way. Also, because this does kind of ride that same line that Sean found. A really great balance. Do you like this better than Shaun of the Dead? Oh yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Me, me not too, English. Me too. Don't drink. Don't drink tea. No man, I just misspell words and mispronounce <laughs> things. Um, yeah, right. This is one of my favorite kills that I wanted to to show because it, it just shows how fucking like the small things in the movie make it extra funny. So you got the pair, the guy. They're playing like a giant life size Pac Man in this big hedge maze. <laughs> And this dude's got like a pair costume on and he's running and the killer's after him. And when the killer finally confronts him, he's wearing a fucking pineapple costume <laughs> over his killer costume. Normal costume, yeah. And like it's it's like a pineapple 
like head and he's got like a sombrero t- not a sombrero a uh, like a, like a drug rug yeah a drug rug with like a poncho <laughs> on and it's so fucking funny looking to me and that is like a shot you would see in any horror movie where like the killer's standing there over the dead body and you have like the unsuspecting public oh yeah you know just mere feet away just unknowingly going by this gruesome killing you know and they do that throughout the whole movie and it's done so well it's insane and like all all the stuff like in between these killings is like you what we just saw there was like the pac-man activity there are all these like group activities that these guys are like participating in for like the the client or like the the guest at the island and stuff mm-hmm. dude all of those things that they have to do are like the fucking most ridiculous funny things also like the fucking the, the crab dance that they're all fucking oh, doing yeah, as yeah, they're yeah, fucking yeah. like talking about they, shit that's going on like they're trying they to all figure know out people a plan. are getting murdered yeah, <laughs> yeah they're trying to figure out a, they're like doing this fucking throw up them dance. pincers or whatever <laughs> like they're doing the fucking thing <laughs> Oh. Dude, it's so fucking good. Um, I like the dude from Freaks and Geeks. What the hell's that oh, kid's yeah, name? Yeah, that, oh, oh, he's a kid in this. Uh, let me find his fucking name. Uh, you know, and I don't even give dude, a fuck what his name is. But um, he he's so annoying in this movie too. Like in the bar, like just talking shit and like super wasted and stuff. But he gets the VHS collector death, bro. He does right. So you want to? So they're up. in a pool. And there's a uh, a nice CRT TV. It looks like being held over this motherfucker's head. Okay, Grizz. Would would this happen? No, breaker would blow before before it would electrocute you. Um, it's not enough. It's not enough. I mean, I can. I've taken plenty of 120s straight to my fucking head and off of a circuit box. It ain't going to kill you. No. Damn, man. It's not like when like Jason takes one off the fucking head. I'm like a plugged in TV and it like explodes. No, it's not good. Maybe <laughs> I, the old, old ones. I don't know. Yeah. But, no, yeah. It ain't gonna but like there's a lot of pretty good kills in this movie. Um, a lot of them are paying homage to older movies, things that maybe you've seen in the past and stuff. Um, but it's done in a way where like there's a little bit of gore i mean obviously like there's some clips where you see like a decapitated head or the cut up body but it's not like you see too much like uh intestinal yeah yeah yeah, yeah. besides like the very end and everything like that um i love when like there's like a you know we're coming to the end of this they're trying to figure out you know they're getting down people are dying Who's left? Who's actually the killer? Uh, you know, it, it turns out motherfucking fun police Sam, spoiler alert, is the goddamn the bad guy in all this, which is a great twist, dude. Yeah. Stole yeah. Hecky as the fucking bad guy when he's covered in mud and like with fucking the fucking nuts. Like, dude, he looks crazy. And he, and he the way he's like doing his lines, it's it's fucking brilliant. But when he has all of the dead bodies on display for all of like the guests of the island to see in the fucking yeah. clubhouse. Very Friday That's- the 13th-esque, right? Like the reveal to the final girl, all the dead friends. This is out of any good horror movie. Like there's been horror movies I've seen that don't have as good of scenes as this. Blood Ice Luge. I love that guy too. He's hilarious. So like, he turns the lights on and all the bodies are hanging from the ceiling and the rafters. Uh, the, <laughs> the techno plan. <laughs> That's a pretty gruesome fucking sight, right? Yo, seriously. <laughs> That's exactly how it would fucking be, probably, right? Oh, lose your shit, dude, for sure. <laughs> so uh let's let's talk about the ending here. Eventually they go to make their escape. Um and our killer Sam basically ties them to like a like a like a pier in the middle of the lake or whatever. Um, with a rope and uh, our buddy Lars aka fucking Farva aka Kevin Heffernan says circle the boat go to the right which is this is a great idea right so smart they they tie this motherfucker to the dock using the boat like circling the dock around the boat and they tie us it's like squeezing his fucking shit they think he's passed out 
So they're like, all right, let's go and fucking yeah, untie yeah, yeah. this motherfucker. We got him and shit. And, and we get a great, dude, classic fucking jump scare, which leads to probably the best scene in the movie. Also, like when they're wrapping the thing around him, it's pretty gruesome looking. Oh, thrashing. Like this looks like a, like a straight up horror movie right now. Oh, yeah. Like this shit here. Oh, it's so good. It's, I can feel it. <laughs> this I love. The falling and the way his torso falls. It's, it's like Jaws. Okay, he just kind of falls into the water. Oh, dude, that's yeah. art. Like that's 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 fucking an amazing horror like yeah. scene. It's I agree. Like, fuck a comedy, dude. That's so good. I agree. And eventually he does because it is a broken lizard movie. He does come back his yeah, upper torso, yeah. and uh, you have Lars uh, Kevin Heffernan just takes like the the body and just like tosses it, and they like pull away. <laughs> but the best thing is right at the end. Then you see the lower half. The legs kicking in the yeah. water in their general direction. Direction. That's like the 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 you know supernatural part of it. But up until yeah. like that point, it's a straight straight play. It's a it's a real life movie. Man, I fucking love this movie for real. Like this I'm movie. Glad is so I'm glad great. we did it, dude. Yeah, I'm so glad we did it. It's streaming on uh, what's it called now? Max. Just straight Max now. Oh, yeah. Just Max. I had to download a new fucking app, dude. God damn yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, luckily it's signed in for me. I didn't have to fucking reset my password for the millionth True. time because I don't remember them. Uh, but this movie is highly, 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 highly recommended. Right? Like, and this is the perfect time to start watching it. Right? Getting into the summer season, getting warm That's why out. I thought it was, uh, exactly why I recommended it, dude. Such a good, good time to get you in that uh, the tropical feeling. Even here in Buffalo, it's fucking 80 all week. Oh, yeah. Got sunburned yeah. today, bro. I think uh, cool. either tomorrow or the next day, it's going to be like fucking 90 something degrees here. I oh. hate the summer. I hate God. the heat. Fuck this, hate dude. it, man. Yeah, fuck that. We're shit. never happy. <laughs> I know. I like the cold weather, man. Give it to me cold. Oh, I don't mind the snow. I like fucking just hanging out inside. I like it getting dark early. It's a nice feeling me to me. Nice snowy, like nice like fucking foot of snow on the ground, getting dark at like five o'clock Friday night, knowing you don't got to go to work the next day. It's nice, especially now time. that I don't got a fucking shovel or anything anymore. That shit's great. No more snow removal. Yeah. Fuck that. So Grizz, I think it's time we head over to the wide world of metal. Why don't you let these people know what we uh, listen to we slash watch. have a crazy this. one. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a, a, yeah. a crazy one this week, dude. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys uh, are familiar with the band Portrayal of Guilt. Kegstan, uh, you're going to love this, dude. Dude, this band is like continually putting out albums and like one after another is like pushing the boundaries of what my understanding of like heavy metal is or like what heavy is. I, like, I love bands that are like genre breaking like there's I, like what would you even call this band like i don't even know it's like it's like it's a lot of blackened, elements i wouldn't even call it blackened something because like very a lot little, of black metal elements to this though dude i feel like this shit sounds like it's fucking like converge mis mixed with like blast beats and stuff like it had a very like james like new metal weird man there's like tons of shit right and like it gets even fucking stranger <laughs> right because why don't you explain the, so, the deal okay. with this and this is why i appreciate this like the amount of time effort and just thoughtfulness that has to go into a project like this is beyond my comprehension but this is a basically what it is it's, it's a five track album um you know and it, it, it plays through like a normal you know album but then after that it repeats the tracks and they're numbered out and they are now taken from like this metal sound into like a the symphonic, you know, like dungeon you know, kind synth of realm kinda. of thing. Yeah, like a lot of like you know string instrument usage and like I'm listening to it and I'm like, man, this is like it's it sounds kind of like a movie soundtrack. And come to find out, it actually that second half was released at the same time as the album as a short film. It's like a 15 and a half, which is the style of the length of the album short movie based on like this, uh, this like satanic, you know, like witch or whatever, putting this curse 
on this princess or something in this night state trying to save her and these like witches and shit dude it's like the wildest fuck it's like a silent film but it's backed by this like evil fucking <laughs> symphonic music like the likes of which i mean it i can't even say that i've heard anything really like this before like there's things that i've heard that are similar like oh that sounds like this band but not all together in one fucking package um what i pulled is a clip from the actual short film so this is going to be the symphonic version of the song uh uh what is it uh devil music which is the name of the album also and this just gives you an idea of just like where they're going with their music because this is the evilest shit ever dude <laughs> This chant is fucking awesome. I wish I had like knight's armor. I feel like I could pull like that off. I think I could pull that look off. Yeah, totally good. Started, I got like cowboy boots now, so nice. You know, I'm moving. I'm moving on up. But that shit is fucking awesome. Like it's some so now, crazy. The shit. metal version of that song is like that, but like blast beats, like crazy, like just. it's like i I don't even i can't even tell you like what these riffs fucking sound like because they're very there's a mix there's a mix because there's like there's doom riffs there's shit that sounds like it would be on a doom album it's like just repeated fucking groove riffs uh there's blast beats there's riffs that sound like it would be on a fucking converge album there's riffs yeah, there's that hardcore sound like, elements to this honestly. yeah there's, there's, it's, it's really awesome i feel like they kind of just used what was necessary at the time you know what i mean like not necessarily all right we're gonna make a fucking black metal album so we can only do blast beats yeah, I and i can only do yeah, yeah, yeah like they they just kind of like we're like all right like no it would sound good here like this you know it sound good here like this like you're fucking uh, king gizzard I fucking people it. you know what i yeah, mean where they it, just i appreciate that so much uh it, this kind of like if you're i don't know if anybody else is familiar with the band orasani pazuzu if you have not heard of this fucking band do yourself a favor listen to them immediately um uh, but it's similar to this where it's like avant-garde kind of experimental kind of just like but it's very like inherently evil from like the sound of everything that's going on but it's like it's the same thing it's just there's it's not genre defining like it's it's crazy to think that these guys went into this and i don't know if they had the idea to make the short film and they wrote that music and then put the metal to that music or if it was vice versa they wrote the metal album and then transcribed that into the symphonic version and put the film to it either way how the fuck do you like conceptually wrap your mind around like building this concept of like to like remix your album like that like and it, to to accompany it with the release of a short film that is not just like some bullshit but an extremely high end well done very well produced unique fucking piece of art dude like this is what music needs like this is what i feel like music used to be was like you know like not dude this okay we forgot like doesn't this kind of have like a cradle of filth fucking thing going on yes, to it it does actually you're right like i kept thinking that the entire time like this is like like a cradle of filth mixed with like what you were saying like converged and stuff like that like it, it has that symphonic and like the vocals are very on the higher register at times but it also has that like chanty thing going on that yeah. like you know dimu borger and bands like that will do it, it's all over the fucking place man like uh it, yeah it's a three-piece like fucking kairu said and it, it's a fucking three-piece band and that's like the craziest part of it that yeah these dudes conceptually built this songs they are amazing yeah this this stuff is fucking the fucking what the fuck kind of word is that this is the fucking schnitz the i'll fucking tell you that right <laughs> No, seriously, like, this is actually something I feel like we don't get to see too often. Like, we haven't covered something yet that had some sort of, like, visual accompaniment. Um, This is done really well. Seems like it's done by people that like the same shit as us. That's for sure. (laughs) When you watch it and listen to it. (laughs) Um, I, I 
highly recommend checking it out. Probably better off watching the movie first, right? The, uh, yeah, the short. Check, dude, EK, man, watch that fucking movie immediately. Uh, you, you, I'm telling you, you have, when I was listening to this, I kept thinking, boy, EK sure is going to like this when I tell you what. Like, it's, it's, this is like right up your alley. Dude. Yeah, some these, he might have some similar ideas cooking right now. Um, Grizz, where could they find the short film? Uh, the short film is on YouTube. Uh, you just, you know, put in there portrayal of guilt, devil's music. It's like the first video that comes up. It's a black and white short film. It's about 15 minutes long. You got 15 minutes on your hand. Fucking watch that shit. Yeah, it's it, it, dude. Put yourself in a dark room and get immersive because it, it it's an experience that yep. not even just the visual of it, but the music side of it. Yeah, it's something it's really different. It's cool. Experience. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Then when you listen to the album, like the actual, like, I guess, metal album, the first part of it, the first half, I guess you could say yeah. it's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. You're going to probably be uh, pretty shocked after watching. The, I, kept, uh, I kept going back. I've been like, I'll listen to the, the track. Then like the one way and then, and then jump the, to, to that the track remix. Yeah. to try to like, listen to like how they composed like this part into this. Like, yeah. Holy fuck. Dude, They're doing like, the fear factory, bro. They're doing the D manufacturer. Uh, Shit. Man, it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Grizz, I think that just, I think that just about wraps it up. Um, where could they find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore enabler. And you can find me at um, Bad Taste Video. And you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. Please subscribe, follow to our Twitch page. If you're an Amazon um, subscriber, I believe you could like subscribe to us or some shit. I don't know, but please do that. Twitch.tv slash Bad Taste Video. We're going to be doing this live on Tuesday nights from now on, uh, 9 p.m. Yes. Eastern time. We're still working on some sort of uh, extra thing to do. Um, we're going to start doing some probably extra shows for the Patreon, um, stuff that we won't be broadcasting on here. You'll have to sign up to see those specifically. And uh, we've been throwing some ideas around. If you ever let us know, are you guys curious what the different versions of uh, these releases look like? I have an extensive VHS collection, uh, a lot of versions of a lot of these movies. Do you, do you want to see what the VHS looks like compared to the DVD compared to yeah, the... I mean, uh, Clip. that's a great yeah idea. yeah yeah we'll, like we'll do some great shit um anybody here a fast and the furious fan or or just me because i want to show you guys <laughs> something if you are hold on if you're uh, I, I, yeah keep going go I, go go I, I knew that it's uh that you would appreciate us moving to tuesday nights so you can hold on, i'm uh, seeing if this can, is gonna get keyed out okay. watch your boys on aew that Cairo. yeah we did it specifically for you guys we're so. here for the people we're here for the people okay so i uh, recently bought something that I've wanted for a while. If you're a Fast and the Furious fan, you you'll uh, you got the enjoy Vin this. Diesel Bad Dragon, bro. No, 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 no. no. Shut so, the fuck uh, up. Let's I wish. <laughs> I wish that was a thing. So I'm gonna turn off my uh, my green screen for now. But check this shit out. The uh, theater mylar oh, from the original bro. thing. This thing is huge. It's very big. It's fucking awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a light box for this. Uh, this is what used to hang like above the theater. Um, so like you so know fancy. yeah so like you know like oh i'm going to see fast and the furious in theater one uh with all the other fucking morons so i got that now i'm pretty uh pretty pumped about that dude but uh other than that <laughs> teriyaki boys plays in the background yeah <laughs> boop, 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 beep. i can't i can't go that high i don't know <laughs> fucking puberty fucked with me man fuck my range up <laughs> <laughs> I never realized I was going to need that and I lost like a whole register. I'm just stuck in that mid, baby. So we want to thank the chat for coming. Thank you, everybody. Next week, uh, Grizz, I say we finally do a visual rundown of darkness. I say we okay. I say we do it on here so we could finally like show clips. We could show how fucking awesome everything is. I could show off all my tapes, my collection. It'd be great. You don't ever have to convince me for us to do another darkness episode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah, always yeah. down for some I wanna, I, I know it's hard to find. I, I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. I don't think it is. I don't even know if it's on YouTube or whatever, but if you're curious about that one, uh, we will be 
Yeah, we'll be yeah, we'll be showing some fucking awesome shit next week. So next week, Tuesday night, nine p.m. Eastern time, Leaf Yonkers Darkness for the second or third time, maybe I don't know, but we're gonna do it again. I don't give a fuck. Uh, that's for the Twitch crowd, Twitch.tv slash Bad Taste Video. Um, Grizz is gonna have his like mohawk uh, mullet going on and a trench coat. I will right. be dressed like a nineteen ninety one. Uh, from where are they where are they from kansas kansas baby let's go darkness let's go get all your friends to come here darkness let's go all right thank you everybody for coming thank you to the chat thank you for listening we will see you next week with darkness